What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Gray Out Running. My name is Gray. I'm your host, and this is the first show of 2023. Hope everybody had an awesome holiday break. Got a really big show for you today. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you would please, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and leaving a rating on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you are returning to the show, welcome back. Uh, like I said, I hope everyone had a awesome holiday season, whatever it is that you celebrate. I hope it was fun and it was safe and then you got to enjoy some time with family and friends. Um, lots of stuff is kind of ramping back up here in the running world. I am currently participating in the Believe in the Run Winter Grit, 8-Bit uh, Winter Grit, which is a, a distance project that they do a couple times a year. A lot of fun to kind of get out there and challenge yourself, rack up some big miles, things like that. And they make it fun, some awesome swag. If you haven't done it, definitely check it out come summertime when they do it. I think they do it July and January, so <laughs> uh, hence the name Grit. It's it's two of the most brutal times of year to, to run, but... Uh, we also have the first big U.S. marathon coming up this weekend. Houston has an absolutely stacked field, at least for the half marathon, with uh, Emily S- uh, Sisson and Jenny Simpson on the women's side, Connor Mance racing on the men's side. So it should be a very entertaining weekend there. Uh, from a personal note, like I said, I am doing grit. I uh, jumped into a little local 8K over this past weekend and uh it was fun to run fast you know haven't gotten to do that very much lately coming off of richmond and then just kind of repairing myself uh from that and then you know getting right back into marathon training getting ready for wilmington so it was fun to run fast it was something that i wasn't really planning on doing just decided that i needed to race and was fortunate enough actually to go out and pick up the w so i was really happy it's my first time winning a race since like high school maybe my junior year of track (laughs) so it was a lot of fun um not sure how many other times i'm gonna race before the end of february and when wilmington gets here but we shall see hopefully we'll get i'll get in a uh a half marathon at some point that would be fun i haven't done one of those in a while so anyway like i said big show today my friend ria is joining me she has an awesome run streak going that we're going to talk about ad nauseum during the interview. Hope you like it. Please consider subscribing if you do. And here we go. All right, everybody. So welcome back to the show. Joining me this week, I have Run Rhea Run. She has a, what, 3,200-day run streak, which I think is just insane, um, so we're definitely going to talk a lot about that today. But Ria, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for having. Yeah, me. absolutely. Thank you uh, for taking the time to come on with me today. Um, we're both, you know, we're we're local here to North Carolina, so the the show's taking on a bit of an, an unintended North Carolina flair. But I love it. This is one of the best states out there, and uh, stoked to to do it. So I want to hear about this run streak. Uh, first of all, why did it start? Like what, what led to now here we are 3,240 some odd days later. Uh, yeah. So I'm 20 days out from nine years. I counted that today before coming. Wow. <laughs> so silly. what is, so let's uh, first start with the criteria. What constitutes a run for you? 
So it has to be a minimum of one continuous mile. There's an actual like association. Oh, okay. So there's rules. <laughs> See, I don't run. Yeah. An, I don't. I don't run uh, enough days in a row to even know that's a thing. Yeah, there's a there's a whole group of us that are all crazy. Um, and so it's one continuous mile. So you can't like run a half mile in the morning and a half mile in the evening. That won't count. It has to be at least. And my minimum is one point one. Uh, I'm like I'm always afraid GPS is going to short me or something. So you get the Ben Johnson point nine nine on Strava. Yeah. And then I would just be heartbroken. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, because Strava loves to, it's, it's gotten better, but they love to round down. And so I, so I got in the habit of doing 1.11. Um, yeah. So it started back in December of 2013 with, um, I had done a couple marathons and I was getting progressively better at it, but still kind of, and I was trying to qualify for Boston. And my one, I always say that like, I was like the laziest marathoner because <laughs> I wouldn't train very much. And then I would just go out and run a marathon and do better than the last one. So it would, you know, keep reciprocating just that cycle. Uh, and so I just struggled with being consistent and working in higher ed. I get um, the week of Christmas to New Year's off. And at the time that was 12 days in a row. And I had a race at the end of January, a marathon that I was going to try to qualify at. And so I told myself, well, I'll run. There's no excuses. You know, Runner's World does the run streak between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's already past that, but I'll start. And then I ended up starting a day or two early. So then in my head, it was like, oh, two weeks. I'll do two weeks. Um, so I did two weeks and then that felt good. And so then I was like, well, I'll go through to the marathon. And then if I feel like it, I'll take the day off after. So I went out. It was Carlsbad Marathon uh, out in San Diego because that's where I'm originally from is California. And ran the race and it qualified. <laughs> and I had met another runner there and he was like two years into it. And he said that I should keep going. And I was like, you were crazy. This is dumb. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, at least try to run tomorrow. And I was like, no promises. We'll see how my legs feel. I did what I, I it did what it was supposed to do. And for some reason I got up the next day and I tried and I still ran, I think like a mile or two. And then it just kept going. <laughs> So it slowly snowballed from there. I ended up becoming pretty good friends with him. Um, and he kind of was always encouraging me. And then a couple months later, I ended up doing another race in San Diego and brought a friend with me. And that is his now wife. <laughs> wow. So he had this really, yeah. So he had this huge impact on me on encouraging me to do something that I thought was really crazy. And in return, I ended up introducing him to his now wife. <laughs> That's incredible. So, they've been together ever since. Yeah. Um, and so he's still going strong on his. He's an amazing ultra runner out in California, super well known, um, just a little badass. And so he, yeah. And it's just kind of, it has become this thing that we both now just still do. And I, you know, credit a lot of his encouragement for saying it wasn't crazy to keep going because I'd never known anybody who did it. Well, I mean, I, dude, I could, so it's, it's a shame that this is not a more visual medium, but uh, I mean, I was shaking my head through, through half of that, but, and then, then she hits me with the, they got married. I mean, just, they got married, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a, that, what an awesome story. So your, your running streak has already impacted the lives of, of multiple people other than your own. So, I mean, you said you're how many days away from nine years? 20. 20. Yeah. So, um, December 18th will be, yeah, nine years of every day. Just so silly. So, I mean, it's going to take me a second to wrap my head around this. So, I mean, over the course of nine years, 
every single day. I mean, how do you, I mean, I know so recently just kind of stalking you on Instagram when, when I reached out and asking, asked you to come on, I mean, just kind of scrolling through Instagram, you've had some adversity lately that for a lot of people would have, you know, they would have been like, you know what, I need to take care of this. And, and, you know, and I mean, that's just got to be a somewhat of a microcosm of what's happened over the last nine freaking years. So, I mean, how have you been able to overcome some of those, you know, uh, some of those moments where you were like, okay, this is not ideal that I go do this right now. Um, yeah, I've definitely had different injuries. Um, you know, I had my surgery two and a half months ago. Um, I think 10 weeks this week, (laughs) somewhere around there. Um, and that was that really, that was probably one of the bigger ones where I was like, this is going to really threaten it. And I had to talk to my doctor and, um, you know, my surgeon and just be like, I luckily I ran that morning and they did tell me to take the day off after. <laughs> and then she cleared me to run the following day. And so I was like, well, she clears me to run in two days. I can sneak out a very gentle mile if I, you know, and it was, it was literally, you can only run the day you're in. Um, and that has been something that had become pretty evident within the first couple of years of streaking is you can't stress and think of like, you know, I always liken it to eating an elephant. If you tell somebody you need to eat this elephant, they're going to be like, I can't do that. And so the streak is this elephant. And it's like, if you tell somebody you need to run every day for nine years, they're just going to say, I can't do that. Um, And so really, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one bite at a time. And so you can only focus on just the bite you're in. And so same thing with the streak is you get through today. Um, And like I had a bad car accident in 2016. It was like five cars. I had to go to the ER. Um, And so like that was like a big one I got through. Um like sickness. I got COVID, but you know, I was vaccinated. So it wasn't too bad. I was able to run through that pretty, um, pretty couple different sicknesses here and there. Um, I got the flu. I think the first year in, I think I got the flu. And that one, I remember just being like, if I don't run now and I lay down, the streak is over. (laughs) So I took my dog with me because I was terrified that I wasn't going to be able to get through it and I needed. And so I did this. It was such a slow mile. Um, but yeah, it is. It's just one day at a time. And if it, if I can't get through that mile, if I can't get through at least a mile then that day, then I know that's just kind of, it is what it is. And at least I tried. Um, I do question my doctor clearing me to run so quickly though. I do not think that was the right call. Had she told me not to run for like two weeks, I think I would have, I would have probably stopped. Um, well, you're still here. So you're still here. So it couldn't have been too bad. (laughs) It was not the best decision healing-wise. I definitely think it prolonged and caused some ancillary pain elsewhere that I probably could have avoided. Um, But also knowing how important it is to me now, it was, it's always, you you always weigh the consequences. What's that risk-benefit analysis? And to me, trying to run a mile was always worth it. So, um, and then if I couldn't, then we know at least I tried and that would just be, that would be it. I I just, I mean, like, it's just, it's so impressive because I mean, I just think about all the different times just over the course of a normal week where I'm like, yeah, maybe not today, you know, where it's, I'm not a fan of running in the cold. So even though, even though North Carolina summers are not the most ideal conditions for running long distances, um, I'd still rather deal with the heat and humidity than to roll out of my nice warm bed when it's still dark outside to go 
run for an hour and a half or whatever the case may be it in like and people from if they're listening in other parts of the country um may laugh at this but you know when it's 30 degrees here i'm not really chomping at the bit to get outside first thing in the morning to go to go log some miles so i just i i, I gotta applaud the stick to of uh of nine years there's a there's a level of stubborn for sure oh for sure you have <laughs> to be like there's no way you're not stubborn as hell to get up and go run i mean especially you know you Hen- henrietta was that the name that was, yeah. See, I told you I stalked you on Instagram. Who, who did, yeah. For the listeners who don't know, um, and I'm more than comfortable talking about it. Um, so Henrietta was a tumor. I had randomly gotten a tumor at the end of the summer in August. Uh, went to dermatologist. Ended up being a tumor with cancer. Um, so they had to slice. They said I, they took a chunk. <laughs> it was a huge chunk. And so 24 stitches later, she is now gone. Um, but yeah, she she hurt to even run with when I still had her before I had surgery. Um, it's even after the initial biopsy, I just feel like she just grew back with a vengeance. Um, and so, yeah, there's definitely just a, a level of stubbornness. And, but I always liken it to, um, aside from my elephant analogy is like brushing your teeth. Like even if you're tired, even if you don't feel well, you know, you can find two minutes in the morning, two minutes in the evening to brush your teeth. So I can find 10 minutes and do my little baby mile if I have to. Um, and so that is just what I've committed to, which is just, it's very silly. I never would have pictured it has gone on this long. So do you, <laughs> so does that stubbornness apply to other areas? Is that like just a, a personality trait that you have? Is it just something that applies to every facet of your life? Or is this just this one thing where it comes out? Um, I think with running, yes, I'm extremely stubborn, um, with my running, but I, I tend to be very good at like, I'm all in or I'm not. Um, and I think that's more of, it's less stubbornness and more just, I'm either hundred percent committed or I'm just not in it. Um, and so I think that is more the characteristic. <laughs> and so, um, like I'll quit drinking for months at a time, but the second high of lawn, it's over. <laughs> oh, well, nobody wants to do that. Let's not, let's not get crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, running yeah. every day for nine uh, years is one thing. More, yeah. So it's just more like different things. I, I'm really good at, I'm really good at streaks for some reason. I can commit to something and just stick with it. Um, yeah. I think that's the, it might be my fatal flaw. <laughs> well, I can definitely relate to the uh, going all in on stuff. Hence the second podcast that I've <laughs> that I've started. <laughs> because once you once you enjoy doing something, it is just you know you have this drive to just do it and find a way to figure it out. Um, and I think and I think that's really my biggest takeaway from starting this silly little thing that I started so long ago is um, if you're committed, you'll find the time, and if you're not, then that's okay. Then you're not. Then it's not that important. So how long into the streak were you before, was it something that you always shared on social media or was it something that just kind of, I guess, I mean, Instagram, nine years, Instagram wasn't even really around back then. So I did have an Instagram when I started. Oh, okay. Okay. So I guess it was in its yeah. infancy then. But it's in, yeah. Um, no, I think I started sharing it around day 50 because I also was... And then people told me not to, I had so many people tell me not to do it. I still see people all the time discourage run streaks. And, you know, I will say it is not for everybody. I do not think everybody needs to do it. But I think I started it when I was younger and young enough. (laughs) 
you know, I was still in my twenties at the time. And so I think I started it where I still had enough youth to learn and adapt to it. Um, I noticed that the older you get, the harder it is to focus and make sure that recovery is a very integral part. Um, but I think day 50 and, and the only reason I know that is because the necklace that I wear every day, I bought for day 50, uh, for myself and, and I have worn that ever since. And so I remember sharing my necklace that it was like, oh, I've been doing this thing for 50 days in a row. So I treated myself. <laughs> um, and I think that's probably like the first time I ever really talked about it. And then I remember sharing like day 100 cause I was really excited to hit three digits. Um, yeah. And then the hitting the four digits is a big deal. So, you know, there's all these like little mini milestones. Yeah. I mean, there's Gump Day. That's a, that's a fun. There's fact. what? Um, Gump Day. So Forrest Gump ran for like 1200 and like 37 days or something like that. It's not the right number, but it's a certain number of days. And so people in my streak running group, they're always like, I hate Gump Day. <laughs> And so it's just a funny, like, Forrest Gump thing. I don't know. We're, we're it's a like a bunch. whole different <laughs> subculture of running. I mean, because... It, it very much is. There, yeah. There's women who give birth and then will run a mile in the hospital room. I'm not the only wow. crazy one. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, that, that kind of takes it. So, I don't need, I, I'm not even sure, like, where to go with that. I mean, so, I, yeah. I am curious, though. Do you happen to know, like, what the longest in your in your little community, what's the longest streak going right now? Um, there was somebody who was over like 45 years, I want to say 45, 50 years. What? Um, there is a woman in North Carolina who is 30 plus years longer than I am. Holy cow. She's in Raleigh. Really? <laughs> we'll just have to have, yeah, we have mutual friends. Well, you should have well, well, like, <laughs> just have all of you on. Just get all of you on, yeah. and you can just, you know, have have one big contest as to who's going to take this thing the longest. There is a, so we have a. I told you it's this whole little subculture. So there's a registry, and you can look up. So I'm like 500 ish in the world and change in terms of longest. Um, and then there, I'm sixth woman in the state the last time I looked and number five is in Carrie and number one is in Raleigh. Wow. <laughs> so we are, so there's, there's some pretty cool streakers around here that are pretty badass. Very careful. The, I keep hoping to run into one of them because I just feel like. So number one is in Carrie. I wonder, so, and this is getting really to a micro level here for anyone that's not from North Carolina, right. but I live in Carrie. Um, so where she just said number one is from, that's where I live. And I almost wonder, I see this lady running every single day and it doesn't matter what the weather is. I mean, she's out there. So I almost wonder if it's her. That's amazing. (laughs) And you got to be careful with the streakers thing. You say that in the wrong company and people are going to give you some sideways looks. Oh, they always assume that it's like Will Ferrell and old school that we're all going streaking. And it's like, it's much, much tamer than that. We just, just go out and run every day. (laughs) So we have, uh, no, I, I just, I want to get to like, you know, the beginning of your running story. I mean, we've, we started from the beginning yeah. of the, of the streak, but you know, where did running become a part of your life to where it's now nine years, every single day? Uh, that's always a really funny story because it, I was not a runner growing up. And I think that surprises most people. Um, I played soccer, was not very good at it. Played basketball, was not very good at it. <laughs> and then growing up in California, I loved the water. So I did swim team and water polo. That was the first sport. I was like, Oh, I'm actually pretty decent at this. Um, and then 
uh, obviously post water polo, I didn't play in college, so, um, there wasn't a whole lot to do. So I started working and my boss at my job was like in her fifties and she ran marathons and she was so fit. And I just remember thinking, I want to be like that. She's so like fit. That's what I, and healthy. I love that. And so she took me on like a five mile run one day and she was like 53 at the time. And I was 20 and she just ran me five miles into the ground. I Five <laughs> miles out of the box. Nice. Yeah. And I started being like, Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so she really inspired me. I didn't even know what marathons were until she told me about it. And I remember her going out and doing one in Nashville when I worked for her and she brought me back a hat. And I just remember just being just so inspired, ran a first half. It was terrible. I did. It was La Jolla half in San Diego. Um, there's worse places to run a half marathon though. Good grief. (laughs) No, but if anybody knows La Jolla half going up Torrey Pines at mile six is a horrendous, horrendous hill. And I was already tired because I was, I didn't know how to train because I didn't know, I had no clue what I was, I ran in cotton basketball shorts. Like there was, it was, the, it's the funniest thing when I look at pictures of what I started running in and like, it just was so out of my league, but um, ran on and off, like not really religiously. And then when I was in grad school, again, some like once that like intrinsic kind of motivation in my brain clicks, there's just, that's probably where that stubbornness comes in. Uh, then I'm determined. And so I was like, I'm going to run the LA marathon when I finish up grad school. So the week I got my MBA, I ran the LA marathon and I went to my finals, like all like hobbled over because my legs were so tired. <laughs> and it was just the funniest thing. And I, I had like my LA marathon shirt on. I thought it was so cool. Um, and I was like, yeah, I can't walk, but I feel very strong. And I paid to do this <laughs> in, in case I forgot. Yeah, to admit, I yeah, paid, I paid a lot of money to do that, to, yeah. to not be able to walk the next day. Um, yeah, rained the whole time. I was so sore, but it was so. I just, I just remember that feeling of when you hit that finish line. Uh, I don't think there's anything better than a marathon finish line. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I kind of slowly decided, like six months later, to do another one, and then that just kind of kept snowballing. I never thought I, I thought I'd just do it once. So how, <laughs> how many have you done? Uh, I've done thirty four. Wow. <laughs> which is very silly. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to do my next, my big goal is one on every continent. So that's, that's the big agenda goal. Um, so I have been signed up for Antarctica with one of my best friends since like 2018, but COVID kept pushing us back. So we're going to do, we're doing that in 2024. Like my deposit's been in. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the dream is that. And then, and then obviously the world. Yeah. Majors, but I feel like that's cool. Yeah. The world majors. That's, that's a good one. That I mean, so on every continent, Antarctica. Mm-hmm. That seems miserable. <laughs> no, because so I have I have friends who have done it, and um, they said that the 2018 Boston nor'easter, if I could get through that, which I did get hypothermia, but that's okay because I lived. <laughs> uh, then I could do Antarctica just fine. So it's like 30s with the wind chill. It's not too bad. Uh huh. <laughs> you had to dress up like an Eskimo or you run by penguins. Yeah. Like what a cool experience. I don't know. I like to me it sounds fascinating, but then again, I'm just a glutton for doing hard things because I find it funny. So 34 over the course of when was the first one? Uh so 10 years. I did my first one was LA in 2011. So three a year on average. 
roughly. About three and a half. Yeah. One year I did how many? Eight. I did eight in one year. <laughs> I will never do that yeah. again. <laughs> what was that like? I mean, that had to be, that had to be brutal. I had just found, no, I had found this like speed. So I was running and I was just so excited and I was getting into bigger races because I had, um, with my PR, it opened up a lot of doors. So I was just trying to take advantage of what that was doing for me. Um, and so I don't regret it because I was able to ultimately run races that I probably would not be able to get, in, get into now. Um, no, so, no, that's totally fair. I, I think a lot of people can relate to that. You, you, you find this area of fitness and speed and it's like, okay, well, once in a lifetime, let's go, let's go after it and do these races. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's totally valid. I don't blame you for that one bit. Eight's a lot, but I mean, too much. Yeah. I, I can only imagine I'd probably, I'd probably be broken into a million pieces. I mean, just, I was super excited to make it to one start line, much less eight in one year. You know, now I'm one to two a year and I, that is like a very happy, happy place for me. Um, so is a full marathon, is that yeah, your favorite distance? Is that your preferred distance? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've done, I've done an ultra, uh, it just feels silly because I just want to be able to run faster and get it over with. <laughs> and you can't, and like the ultras are much more technical. And so. Yeah. I don't, I don't just, see a ultra in my future <laughs> for that, for that exact that. same purpose. I just, yeah. I, no, thanks. And that may change that. <laughs> maybe that changes as I get a little bit older and, you know, run a, a few more marathons and things like that. I'm not, I'm not even sure the full distance is going to be my favorite. I think. Maybe yeah. the half is probably my favorite race. I just, you know, there's a little more speed involved and um, it's not quite as painful typically for me, uh, at least in my limited experience to this, to this, this far. So. Yeah. I think everybody has their sweet spot in terms of distance and whereas like me, I hate running a mile. I hate running a 5k because that, that type of burn feels so much more painful than the long, slow burn of a marathon. Yeah. Um, there's some validity, validity to that. I mean, I think what helped me, I do like some of the shorter distances because it is a different kind of feeling and it's, you know, yeah, you're running faster and it does hurt and things like that. But one of the things that running the longer distances has shown me is that, you know what, I can suffer you know, whether if it's a mile, okay, I can suffer for another 600 meters or I can, you know, in a 5k, I can suffer for another thousand meters, whatever. I mean, you know, I'd suffer for 20 miles in the heat and in this middle of North Carolina summer. So I think it does change some perspective a little bit, you know, if, if that is something that you enjoy, but if it's for someone, you know, for your, like yourself, it's like, yeah, it's not really a, not really my kind of pain, then I can understand that piece. But then even the last 10K of a marathon is always miserable too. It's just a different, you know, there's, we're all just gluttons for different type of punishment. But I think there's certain discomfort that we're, that we veer towards. Um, sure. You have that, that kind yeah, of pain threshold that you can. For, yeah. I'm not afraid to hurt for a couple of hours. <laughs> it's just the worst. I don't know why. I just love it. Cause then, cause then I feel like that finish line is like sweeter. If I hurt for five minutes in a mile, like. I mean, it's good, but then I just don't, I don't get that same like high. Yeah. And I mean, and I think there's also the journey of it too, right? So there's really, yes, there's training for a mile. There's training for a 5k, 10k half, but you're not doing 16, 
18, 20 weeks of training running, you know, I'm, I tend to be more on the lower mileage side, but you know, for some of these people running 70, 80, 90 miles a week, you know, there's that, that entire journey just to make it to that start line to then make it to the finish line. I mean, that's, that's a lot of work behind that. And it's, you know, I, I crossed the finish line. I burst into tears. Like I was literally crying because <laughs> I was just so glad it was over. But isn't that the best feeling? <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, it, it was awesome. I mean, and I was, I was, you know, most recently I was really disappointed, but still I was just, I learned a lot about myself. And I think that's a takeaway that probably we all have because, and this has come up a lot, um, but you know, no one cares. No one, no one cares what you ran. You know what I mean? Like, my anybody is just proud that you did yeah it. exactly they're if they care about you they're just proud. yeah and they're they're proud that you 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 work so hard for that one day that one you know goal yeah. or whatever you know because sometimes i think you know personally is my i want to i want to you know meet goals and things like that goals are good right but you put so much pressure on yourself and then it's like okay well if it doesn't work out you feel bad about it and you have a little pity party for a minute, but no one cares. And, and your life is not any different than it was before the race and, or whether you or not you hit your goal. So. Yeah. And it is isn't like, and I think that's why the marathon is, it, it's not something that you can, you know, you go for a 5k goal and it doesn't work out. You could try again in a week or two, exactly. you know, uh, there's a marathon that you don't have that luxury. So there's a little bit longer stakes at it. Um, but you know, when it does come together and even if it doesn't come together, I still think that finish line is so special um, because no matter what, it's always going to be hard. You know, I've done one marathon where I did not feel hard. And like, and I think that was just such a rare experience and I'm still tired after, but it was, that was the only time where I was like, I'm so fit for this and ready. And like, even just like all the stars aligned. Uh, but other than that, it just hurts no matter what it hurts. Um and so I think that in and of itself makes it worthwhile, even if like the clock is one goal, the finish, you know, the distance is always a mountain to climb anyways. Um, yeah. I think that I'm just such a marathon. Yeah. And I mean, and, <laughs> and now you, now you are. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> you did one. The time that's, that's true. So, I mean, and you're right. I'm <laughs> talking about marathoning. I mean, there's only so many that you can do in a, in a year you did eight. I mean, that's absurd. I mean, I think most people are maxing out at three or four at the absolute most. I mean, so there's only so many that you can do like to your point, you can run a mile every other day if you want to, um, you know, an all out mile, it doesn't take that kind of toll on your body or you can, you know, run a 5k virtually every weekend if you wanted to, if there was enough races around. So yeah, I mean, there's absolutely some validity to that, man. I, that word is just eating me up today. And I'm not, I'm not a race snob. I like all races. (laughs) I just have like this, like soft spot and like this sweet spot with those being the most special for me. But, um, you know, a lot of my friends don't run them and you know, or they run ultras and then they make me feel like a loser. (laughs) I have girlfriends that go out and do a hundred milers like once a month. And I'm just, (laughs) I'm like, I would die. Hard pass. Hard pass. Can't do it. I would, there's so many other things that I would rather do that was probably considered torture than run a hundred miles. <laughs> so you, do you prefer big races or smaller races? Um, I like both. Uh, I've done some of the big city marathons uh, and they have been 
absolutely fantastic. Um, but then I really, I just like the races. I've done really small ones and they have been just as, you know, just as fun. Um, because I think for me, although like, uh, like at Richmond, I thought the crowd support at Richmond was really great. Um, and especially that finish line coming in, it was just so fantastic. Uh, but then I've done smaller races where there's not a lot of people on the course, but then it's just beautiful and then it's peaceful. So I think, you know, just, I'm open to, I'm open to it all. I like all the different, so I'm kind of, I'm, I, they're like, the marathons are like Pokemon for me. I'm just trying to catch all the different ones. <laughs> yeah. Clearly if you want to run one on every continent, that's pretty, that's pretty rad. I hope you accomplish that because yeah. that, that's really cool. I'll be. Well, I think Antarctica is the hardest. Yeah. So, um, I've already done Europe. I've already, you know, North America. So, um, we're working on it. Better save I've those got, pennies for sure. Tokyo for Asia. And then I've got, uh, Christchurch for, it's like, they count Oceania. So I've got them picked out. I just got to slurp, you know. What's next on the race calendar? What's that looking like for you? Anything planned right now or just kind of YOLOing it and seeing what pops up? When does this come out? <laughs> It'll probably be a few weeks. So you have, there's, yeah. there's time. Okay, good. Uh, then I can tell you, cause then I will, I've already done it. Uh, so I actually am running a marathon this weekend. This weekend? Which, yeah. uh, what is this weekend? Where uh, is it? Where are you running this weekend? Rehoboth Beach in Delaware. Okay. Uh, so I was signed up to do one back home in California last month. And then obviously with surgery, it was just too soon. I didn't want to put that type of pressure on my sure. shoulder. Uh, and so I was on the wait list for this one and on Hall- Halloween, I got in. And so, <laughs> uh, I have had, yeah, I've had one long run. We're going to, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so almost no time to prepare, uh, uh-huh. four week, four week build up to marathon. And I mean, I'm uh, taper, not, I guess you don't need to taper. Well, I, ran, <laughs> I ran like 15 miles, like three days ago. So. Okay. So uh, how, how's the, how's the fitness feeling? What are you, what are we feeling like going into Rehoboth beach? So my goal is literally just to finish. I feel okay. like that in and of itself is just going to be a really big win for my body to just be like, yeah, cool. We do this still, even after having cancer, we can still do it. Um, so yeah, I have, I have no idea what the time goal is going to be. Um, I have an idea around pace wise, what I'm going to feel comfortable running. Um, I'll probably just hang around an eight minute pace and see, see if that, if I, I should be able to hang on to that. And if I don't, then that's fine. Um, but yeah, I just, I just want to do it. I just want, it's kind of like, can I curse on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay. But it's my big fuck you to cancer and Henrietta. <laughs> like, Love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is it. That is all I want to do. Uh, just to go and just remind myself that, you know, bad stuff can happen. You can kind of get knocked down a little bit, but I don't know. We can still do hard things. So <laughs> Um, that's all yeah. yeah i mean that's a that's a quick turnaround but i love the uh i love the hustle and uh if it, it, it fits it fits it tracks with me being stubborn it does. Um, yeah and then so i was debating so i have boston i registered for boston in the spring um so i'll head congratulations back for, thanks <laughs> it's my well, this, favorite. Th- this be your, oh so it's not your first time Mm-mm. done a few uh, 
this will be number eight. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, cause I, you know, I've done it every year with the exception of this past year. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be, it'll be a good, a good little test to just kind of see. I'm expecting to be very uncomfortable for a while, but, um, I, I felt really strong when I ran 15 this weekend. So I figured why not? <laughs> okay. Hey, I mean, <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I mean, you 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 sign up for these things and you don't know if they're going to happen. And and I mean, for someone like you that runs all the time, literally every day, I, I, you're going to have some of that intrinsic fitness that's already there. You obviously have some talent if you've run Boston eight years in a, or you know eight of the last nine years or whatever. Um, yeah. so I, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. It will be, um, I know I can, I know I could definitely hang on for the distance. I've done it enough times. I feel comfortable with that, but it will be, I think it'll just be exciting. I think it's just going to be, you know, and if it's slow and I, it doesn't matter. (laughs) I just want to finish. Well, definitely wish you good luck. I mean, by the time this, this airs or by the time this is launched, you'll have already, have already run it. So you guys will have to check out her social media to see how it went. Um, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't tell anybody until then. Oh, I won't. I won't say a word. You have to keep it a secret for like three more days. So, you're fine. <laughs> so I mean, is there like you? So you haven't even put this out onto your social media at all. Nope, is no there? Does. Is there like? Is there a reason behind it? Can I get? Is there like a scoop? Obviously, this is going to come out weeks later, so everybody's going to know by this point. So, was there a method to why just keeping this close to the vest? Um, I did the same thing last year when I ran Richmond. Um, I used to be so much more forthright with my racing. Um, and then it caused a lot of pretty high expectations, especially because I used to be so much faster. And when you lose that, I feel like I, like you said, nobody cares, which is the absolute truth. People don't care what I finish in. I care. And that's it. Um, but I found that I would be so anxious that people would expect me to do so well, or people would expect me to win every time I showed up to a race. And when you aren't capable of doing that anymore, I feel like I disappoint people. Um, and so I don't like the buildup or like the expectations that people know I'm racing. I don't want anybody like really tracking me <laughs> for Boston. It's totally fun. Cause I always run that for fun, but, um, yeah, I, I want it to be something that's just for me. Um, I think over the years, especially with my run streak, I have become pretty protective over my running in that I don't do it for anybody else. I don't do it for attention. Like I share it um, because a lot of people have responded to it, but um, I don't want it to be something that I feel like I have to do for somebody else. Um, And so it is kind of this thing that I kind of hold very closely um, so yeah, so I usually don't tell a lot of people if I've got, you know, if you're, if you're in my like little tiny baby close friend circle, then you probably know, but even most of them don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's, uh, yeah. I think, you know, when you have, when you, when you are used to putting every, you know, putting your running out there and, you know, you do have that following on social media and you have people that are keeping track of your run streak. You have people that are going to listen to this podcast to hear about your run streak and you've been on other shows and things like that. I mean, I think that is something that's worthwhile to to keep that for yourself because you're right. I mean, these places, these platforms can become a somewhat toxic place because you are going to have those people that 
are like, wow, she used to be so much faster. What happened? You know, this, that, and the other. Well, most, I, I would say a large majority of folks would be very supportive. You're always going to have those haters that, you know, could never do it themselves in the first place. And now, you know, that maybe, you know, whether it's because of age or injury or just whatever that, whatever the case is that, you know, maybe those paces aren't the same as they were, you're still going to have those people who are just like, oh, she's, you know, she's not as fast as she used to be. Why am I still here? And that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's what it was is I, um, I had gotten this pretty great level of fitness just kind of out of nowhere, just because I was really passionate about it. But I also know the level of work that took and life changes. And I just, I don't have time to work out for three hours a day. Um, I have two full-time jobs <laughs> and so I'm busy. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just kind of, <laughs> please, nobody that knows me at work. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, no, but uh, yeah, so it is just my life. It just looks very different from when I was at the capacity of being able to work out that much to get that level of fitness. And then also it's, it's just for me now. I don't care what I run at a race. I, you know, I'm always happy when I do well, but that looks so different to me now. Like I look more like, what do I get out of it in terms of my own personal joy? Um, and if that's a slower time, but I had a really good experience, then like, that's a win to me. Um, you know, and if I, you know, I haven't won a race in a while. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> like, um, but I still get a lot of expectation, like showing up to the local ones where they're like, oh, what do you, like, I had somebody, I did the Raleigh half a couple years ago and they're like, what are you doing all the way back here? And I was like, running as fast as I can. Why are you judging me? <laughs> what are you doing back here, guy? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> It was such a dig. And I was like, I'm still running decent. Like, I don't. <laughs> and so now I just am kind of, it, my, my whole viewpoint on it has completely changed from having had some success at it and, you know, having had some recognition for it to where now it's, you know, I like to share what I share, but I don't ever want it to be anything outside of than I just, my joy of doing it. Um and it took a very long time to get to that point, but it is now like the best place to be with running. Cause I literally do it because I love it. I was running today and I ran seven miles today and I was like, cause I don't care. <laughs> like that's, that feels good. And, and I just was like, I'm just so happy. I love this. I love getting to run. I getting out here and just doing do my daily run is just such my me. That's my me time. It's my me thing. And so, um, yeah, so I don't really advertise. And then afterwards, I'm always like, oh, I did a cool thing. <laughs> and this one- People are be, like, where did this come from? Yeah. Yes. This one, will, I'm actually kind of excited to share after the fact, um, just because it will be, I have a feeling it'll be kind of like, what? <laughs> she did what? <laughs> um, yeah, but you, might also, be the, you might be the first runner in the history of running ooh. to not talk about running. <laughs> or training, I guess training. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you, <laughs> I'm going to say this and now everybody's going to stalk my Strava. I feel like if you follow my Strava, you can see the lead up is happening at some point. I feel like it's pretty evident because when you do 17, 18 mile long runs, it's evident that something's going down soon. Um, so I feel like it won't be too, too much of a surprise. I think it'll be that it's this weekend will probably surprise people, but <laughs> I didn't have any uh, more time. <laughs> No, nah, I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear how it goes. That's very exciting stuff. We'll have it's to definitely your last huh? 10K versus my last 10K. <laughs> let's not, let's not do that. Not my last 10K was a freaking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't ever want to repeat that again. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully no more 65 degrees at start time with 85% humidity. Man, y'all had a terrible, terrible weather day that day. I felt so it was my, it was my other girlfriend's, um, first marathon as well. And, and it was the same thing. It's just the heat and it was just, a, you know, it was just a hot day. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough, but Hey, you know <laughs> what it is? Everybody else had to run in it too. So, you know, it and is what it is. And that is my biggest piece of advice for anytime you do a marathon or, you know, the day every, you can't stress about the weather because everybody has to run in the same weather. Nothing um, you can do about it. Not that you can't control it. So being anxious over it. Um, every time it has rained and like poured rain, I have had a good race. And so when I see rain, I'm like, of course. <laughs> I right, hate rain. <laughs> I hate running in the rain. That is oh. one thing that I, and that's actually, I mean, I was, I was stalking the weather for Richmond every <laughs> single day for two weeks because yeah. And and that was the biggest thing is I hate running in the rain. Would I have done it? Of course. Um, yeah. But I mean, I just, I will not willingly go train in the rain. Um, and people would ask me, well, you know, what, what happens if it rains on race day? I'm like, well, then I'll go do it. But it, it's not a matter of not being able to, it's a matter of just not wanting to. Yeah. If, if it happens on race day, then fine. But I'm not going to willingly put myself out into the pouring down rain just because it might happen on that day. No, thanks. I'm good. I'll pass. See, and I, I see rain is like, <laughs> like the sign of magic for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like my first one, it rained the whole time. My first Boston, it rained the whole time. Um, the one marathon I've done in North Carolina rained the whole time. So it's all, yeah. it's all, it's always been good luck for well, me. Well, it's because you've had good experiences with it. See, I just, and I, I, keep- I <laughs> I just don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't make that available for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, also if I, I couldn't do my run streak, if the rain stopped me. So I've had to, I've had to learn to like it. <laughs> yeah, that too. Cause I, I, I would assume a lot of, there's not many of those nine years, um, that were spent on treadmills. No. Um, so up and I would say, Less than a hundred runs. Yeah, I don't blame you there. I don't um, know how people do it. I mean, thirty, even like 35, 40 minutes on a treadmill is, might as well be torture for me. No, I yeah, I hate. Like, I'm just not a fan of treadmills. Um, I'd much rather be outside. Uh, yeah, I think the first, at least the first two to, th- let me see, I know for a fact the first two years, possibly the first three, I didn't, and then I haven't run on one until twice this summer for like three years. So yeah. And so, and that was literally just cause I was on vacation. <laughs> um, so, and then immediately I was like, this sucks. I got to go outside. Yeah. I'm never doing, yeah. Never doing this again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm with you on my, uh, the hate for the treadmill. It's just not, but if I lived in a place like Boston where it's just is really your only option, cause it's just not safe. You know, I think we're very fortunate that we only have a couple of days a year when it snows randomly that it's a little, little tricky. A couple, to get a couple of days every like four years where it's yeah, not, <laughs> not often. Um, and so I think, yeah, like 2018, like January of 2018 was the last time I was on a treadmill that I remember it was when it snowed. We had a couple of snowstorms. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't blame me there. So, um, I want to be respectful of your time. I really appreciate you coming on with me today. It, so a couple more questions. 
obviously there's no end there's no end point for what this street looks like that you <laughs> at least have in mind for right now. Um, and it's the eat one elephant at a time or one bite at a time of eating the elephant, which I love. And I'm definitely going to steal that and use it in my everyday life. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, where do you, where do you see running, taking you, you have your goal of running on every continent. Um, you know, you, you're going to run marathons because it's something you love to do, but, I mean, do you have any long-term goals for it? Is it just something that you kind of just do one day at a time? Yeah, the streak you can't have. <laughs> Otherwise, it's too daunting. Um, I am excited to hit year 10, which will be obviously in another year. Um, that is like probably my longest-term goal outside of the seven continents and the majors. Um, but... I count how many countries I've run in on, you know, there's like these, so there's so many different little fun data points that you could pick apart. Um, but my main one is just to literally feel how I felt about it today when I was running, which is just that I just am so grateful that I get to do it. Um, and like being sick and like not feeling like strong in my body and not being able to do something that has been such an integral part of my day to the level that I'm used to. Um, that has also really evolved my perspective on it. And just that I just feel so lucky that I'm a runner. Um, I know it's not for everybody, but I just think it's the greatest gift that I ever discovered that I have um, a passion for. And so uh, that is literally it. I just want to keep running. And yeah, then, I definitely you know, agree with you there. Whatever form that is, whatever pace that is. Um, would I like to chase PRs at some point? Maybe <laughs> if, if I feel like I got the fitness up by doing it out of like joy, then that would be so exciting. Um, but if it's not fun, then I don't want to, if I don't want to do it, um, if it's not something that I'm just super excited about, um, because yeah, cause, uh, cause it's just, I just have so much peace and like happiness and like contentment with it that I don't want to change that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, that's a, those, those are as good a reasons as any. I mean, that as long as you're fine enjoying it, that's, that's the awesome thing. So somehow I've made it into a couple of episodes of this podcast and being a shoe dork, I haven't asked a single shoe question. So you get the shoe question. Um, what's, what's your daily trainer and race day shoe of choice right now? Weapon they're of choice. The huh? They're the same. Okay. <laughs> Oh so boy. I better, I, I better prepare myself oh, for this one. I know. I love that you're a shoe guy. And then you ask the worst person about shoes because I set my PR in a 12 ounce shoe. Uh-huh. Holy yes. cow. Yes, I did. Okay. So yeah, all, all I've broken three, three times and all three of those were in 12 ounce shoes. <laughs> they're, they're like 9.3 ounces now. So they're much lighter. Um, no, I live in the A6 gel Kayano. It is my longest relationship. We have been together for 10 years. <laughs> and it makes sense that it's an A6 though. I, I kind of, yeah, that makes sense that I get it. Does that track for me? Uh, well, it's just the A6, the A6 Brooks has a similar subset of people where like the A6 people, they are A6 people and that's all they're ever going to run in and you can't convince them otherwise. They're going to, they have that model and they've had it since. I want to try the Asics fast shoe. I know it's probably not as good as, I don't know how good. I've never tried any of the speed shoes, the Vaporfly. I've never tried a single carbon shoe. Um, I'm just not a shoe geek. I 
I like put my feet in my Kayanos and every time it feels just like home for my feet. And so, and I know they're heavier. I know I could probably run faster in a lighter shoe. Um, but I also have avoided a lot of injury. I don't have any issues. I'm not, you know, my knees are great. Like I've got no, my one thing is I sprained an ankle in the snow a couple years ago. And so I've got one week ankle that I keep an eye on. Um, and I've had some Achilles tendonitis in that same foot. And so I, I stick with what works. <laughs> I'm very, I told you I'm very dedicated. Once I'm in, I'm committed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I think, I think you would, I think giving the Metaspeed Sky or the Metaspeed Edge, they're into the plus now. So Metaspeed Sky plus, Metaspeed Edge yeah. plus. The difference is where the plate is located and def- and just to kind of fit your stride, one is for people that uh, the Edge is for more like higher cadence runners, um, you know, as, as they as they run faster, their cadence goes up, which yeah. obviously we all do. Uh, yeah. But you know, for a lot of them too, the stride length lengthens for the sky. So there's okay. the plate is placed in different, different places within the shoe. Um, so I have run in the f- original version, the Metaspeed sky, um, which a lot of people liked as the better of the two, but it seems like with the plus it's flip flopped. Um, okay. whereas a lot of more, a lot more people are leaning towards the edge plus, rather than the sky plus just because of that geometry of the shoe. So, I mean, if you come across it in the wild, like at a shoe store or whatever, try it on, see what you think. It is going to feel like a completely foreign experience for you. Um, yeah, I having, going on. yeah. I mean the fit of the uppers, I mean, the fit is, is, is nice. I mean, with that, they've really honed in the uppers on these shoes a lot, but I will say, just this step in is going to feel much, much different for you. And I mean, the, the meta speed sky and the edge are even a little more on the firm side than something like a vapor fly off a fly endorphin pro three, that kind of thing. So very different. I I might have to pick your brain. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. um, Cause I've always said, like, if I, like I said, if I put together a strong, everybody's racing in the fast shoes. Um, and I've always, you know, cause like I don't care about time, but if I got to a point where I did start to really kind of focus on maybe having a specific time goal, I would take every advantage that everybody else does. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have um, a friend, I might, I might pick your brain. <laughs> I have a friend that ran a, uh, a marathon or a 20 mile run or something. I mean, something absurd in the um, new balance rebel. And I just was blown away. I was like, dude, that's important. There's no way I, I can't run farther than 10 K in that shoe. So I can't imagine running 20 miles in it. So it was just, I was blown away. And I, I actually, I think I ended being, I ended up being a pretty pivotal, uh, playing a pretty pivotal role in her ordering a pair of vapor fly next percent, uh, next okay. percent two or whatever. Okay. So going to give it a shot, uh, here in her next upcoming race. And I was like, dude, you're going to be blown away. Just a completely different feeling. But you know, for someone like you, who is admittedly stubborn, you may not like it. No. And I, here's the thing. I'm always willing to try it, but, um, I, but for running every day, I just like the tried and true, you know, I'm for sure. Yeah. You can't run in them every day. I mean, you can, but it kind of loses some of the luster and they're they They don't, don't go as many miles or so I've heard. Um, exactly. Yeah. Where You're I not going to get 400 miles out of them. 
see, and I had a pair of Kayanos go 800. <laughs> yeah, that's. And so it's, and most of mine go between five and 600. That was like one freakish pair that went that, and I couldn't believe it. They still felt amazing. And I finally had to retire them because I was like, eventually these are going to be bad for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe they weren't at 800. That's incredible. No, they still felt so good. Um, yeah, they were magical. Um, but yeah, most of mine go like five or 600. And so for me, you know, and running in them, especially every day. So I'm just pretty, pretty faithful to that. But yeah, I've always wanted to try out the speedy shoes. I just. <laughs> well, get in, get into, get into runology or something like that and, and check I them out. Alex, I need to go in and, and try them out. I just look at you. Out. Look at you name dropping Alex. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, they, they definitely, definitely try them out. You know, when, when you do feel like throwing down a fast race, it is, I mean, it, obviously there is a little bit of the placebo effect. I think for a lot of people, um, yeah. you know, you, you just, I've done enough races. I could tell you if it really is different. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think there's definitely something to it. I mean, yeah. you can put it on and, and you just feel the paces feel a lot more effortless just because of the, the you know, the energy return from the shoe and just the, right. the geometry of it. It, it there's, I can definitely feel it. Um, yeah. and some shoes obviously work better for my gait than others. Like as much as I want to love the alpha fly, I just, I just can't, it, it just doesn't work for me. Um, doesn't work for, for my gait. And I much rather would have on a pair of vapor flyer, uh, and the Saucony endorphin pro three, which is a fantastic shoe. That's what I ran Richmond in. It's great. I love that shoe. So interesting that you're not the shoe person. And here we are having a 10 minute conversation about shoes. <laughs> so I'm not the shoe person for running shoes, believe it or not, but I, I like some good kicks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, Rhea, thank you so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> where direct people to your, to your Instagram account so they can follow along with you on your street. What's your uh, Instagram so handle? Uh, so it's at run underscore Rhea underscore run. Um, and that's Rhea, R-H-E-A. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was a good time. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for checking out the show this week. Really, really had a good time talking to Rhea. Hope you enjoyed it as well. I got a little caught up on the whole nine-year run streak thing, but why wouldn't you? Um, anyway, if you enjoyed it, please again, uh, consider subs subscribing easy for me to say, and, uh, come check me out on Instagram. I'm at gray out running, just like the name of this podcast that you're listening to. Uh, keep track of my training journey. If you liked the infusion of some of my personal stuff, um, and as far as my training and things like that go, please let me know if you didn't like it, you might get it anyway, or you probably just aren't listening anymore, which is fine. Cause I'm this is all about doing it for fun. So uh, it's another way for me to, to enjoy the sport. So anyway, thanks for checking it out. We'll see you next week.